Hello and welcome to the Pain-Free Podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about loading of the joint and getting out of pain. A little bit about how you do it, but more importantly, why you do it. We'll be back in a flash. Aloha. I am coming to you from beautiful Sydney, Australia. Well, at least I think it's beautiful. I haven't actually been able to go outside. This is day nine of a 14-day quarantine, and it is a bit like a prison. It's a luxurious prison, I call it. It's luxurious because you're in a hotel room, you've got a nice bed, you've got showers, you've got a roof over your head, you've got air conditioning, um, and they give you three square meals a day, but it's a prison as far as the windows don't open, you're breathing in the stale air of this luxurious cell, and you can only get out when you check uh, outside when the nurses come or you grab your meals and you try to suck in the stale air from the hallway. So there's no fresh air and you're just watching the, the world go by from your window. And that's very depressing. Uh, and it does something to the mind, man. It does a lot of things to the mind so I can understand these prisoners in isolation with worse um, conditions than this. But let me tell you, as far as COVID-19 is concerned, in my own personal opinion, in two years from now, we're going to look back at COVID-19 as the biggest hoax in world history, not just American history, world history, but I digress. Let's talk about loading the joint and freeing yourself from pain. I'll give you an example. Computer neck. Person has the rounded shoulders, the head juts forward on the cervical spine, uh, and they get that unsightly dowager's hump between C7, T1, T2 vertebra. It looks like you can put a coffee mug on top of it and it would stay. Now those things are all preventable. That's functional, not a structural occurrence. But the pain that comes from it is, in my opinion, from where, where I sit on my high horse right now after 20 years of, of clinical practice, is it comes from the inability to load the joint. And that I didn't always believe that, and I didn't always practice that. Let me give you an example. So you have, that, you have that computer neck. So you ask a person with computer neck who has the head jutting forward on the cervical spine, hey, flex, can you flex your chin to your collarbone? And you would expect about 60 degrees of flexion. person can't do it person can't do that, then you can expect that they won't be able to retract their head upon their cervical spine. So they're making a double chin by flattening uh, the cervical spine. They won't be able to retract the neck back. And if they cannot retract the neck, then they cannot bear load. And if a joint can't bear load, then it does not contribute to the function, so it becomes dysfunctional. It's like a stool with three legs. A three-legged stool is what? It's worthless. It has to have that post, and that post has to do its job equally well to the other posts, and that's what bearing weight in musculoskeletal rehab is all about, corrective exercise. So what does a person do? They come in with neck strain. They come in with uh, nonspecific neck pain or a facet issue or whatever it is. Okay, if, it's, if you can treat it through musculoskeletal means and it's not a red flag, then what do most people do? Well, some chiros a lot, most chiros and some physios will manipulate it. They'll manipulate it. They'll say, well, it's, you know, it's a facet issue. If we can, we can set the alignment of the joint of the facets, then, you know, that puts the muscles in a position to, to uh, recover and restore their length. That's the old pathomechanical model. And I'm not sure that I subscribe to it uh, as much as I used to. What you want to do is you've got to force, and I hate to use the word force in rehab, but you have to really encourage the individual to be able to to bear weight on that neck it needs to bear load the re and how you do it is you you do the thing 
that they don't want to do. You do retractions, okay? You place your you place your uh, the web space between your thumb and your fingers as a therapist, let's say. You place it on the maxilla, and you actually push them into retraction, and you, and you and you instruct them. It's like making a double chin. You want to retract back, make that double chin because that's where the magic happens. We used to do strain counter strain, and we'd push into trigger points to try to release some of the fascia around it, or you do ART active release technique, or uh, you do strain counter strain, which was an osteopathic technique. Um, or you, you nowadays you can scrape it, you can do stretches for it, um, spray and stretches coming back. All those things, I believe, are bandages to the underlying cause. The underlying cause of pain in the cervical spine with uh, computer neck, in my personal opinion, uh, from what I've seen over the years, is it's the inability to, to bear load. And you've got to hit those retractions first. You might find that you hit these retractions and they're getting better at that, and that's that's decreasing some symptoms. So then you do a little bit of retraction with side bending to the side that they're dysfunctional on. Everyone will have a slightly dysfunctional side. Now, whether that side has pain on it that encompasses that's encompassed with that range of motion, now that's the real key there. If they're feeling that they side bend to the right and that's more restricted than the left and it's a little bit tight and there's an uncomfortable feeling to the right, well, then that's another thing. It's an inability to bear load and they are going to move away from that. It's called a positional preference of ease. They're going to move away from the position that they actually need to start working and training in order to relieve themselves of pain. So that, I, hate, I hate to say no pain, no gain because there is some discomfort but I wouldn't call it pain. If it's sharp or um, if, if the pain is intense in any way, then that's not the way to go. But you do need to load that joint if you're going to make that joint recover from its dysfunction. All right. So um, I really found this with my hip when I had uh, I did do an I did do uh, some imaging and my sports ortho found. He found it was more of a FAI. He found cam lesion. Okay, so the femoral head was a little bit was a little bit bigger um, than it should be to fit inside the acetabulum, and that caused a, a little tearing of the labrum. But it was all the things that I did uh, that didn't help. I had the strain counter strain. You know, there was a lot of myofascial work. There was even manipulation of the, the sacroiliac joint, and and those things and those things were temporary. Okay, they were they were kind of transient um, as far as getting you out of pain and then moving back in pain. They moved back and forth. It wasn't until I forced the joint, the hip joint, in this case the left side, to bear load through doing uh, I call it McKenzie shifts, these lateral shifts against the wall, that I was actually able to free myself from about ninety percent of the pain. And I and I think the reason I wasn't able to free myself from hundred percent of the pain is because I didn't get to the shifting. And uh, this whole philosophy of bearing load to about eight years into the injury. So you can imagine the osteoarthritis that kicked in, the degenerative joint disease that happens from eight years of being in pain. I took a bunch of NSAIDs. I took analgesics. Um, got hooked on Celebrex for a little bit. And that's the kind of thing that um, a lack of knowledge about knowing yourself or, or going to a practitioner that can know something for you uh, will do. Uh, but I'm just glad that I've recovered 90% of the function. And let me tell you something. Uh, after eight years of pain, I will take that 90% restoration of function. I can live my life now. I can you know, certainly do it on my terms. So the thing is, I had to bear load. 
Okay, not so much bare weight, but the, the left hip had to take the load that it was not taking before. I was preferring to rotate or shift to the opposite side and making my right hip complex take more of the load. Um, and that's what a lot of therapists will do. They'll do a lot of passive means to chase some of the symptoms of pain. So, for example, going back to the neck, again, they'll get into the trigger points part, part of it. They'll they'll stretch it and they'll do a lot of therx. You know, they'll strengthen isometrics and, and isotonic exercises. But really, the main thing is all this could have been avoided if you just load that neck. So that computer neck, force it to go back into retraction because retraction is the mechanical position to bear weight uh, or bear load of the joint. So I hope that this gives you a little bit of insight. If it's if it's if you're dealing with pain in the joint and you've tried the other passive means, you've tried manipulating it, you've tried mobilization of it, you've tried uh, soft tissue manipulation, STM, you've scraped it, uh, you've even wrapped it. There's all these things that create novel stimulus, and they haven't really got to the heart of the matter. Try and look at it, and if it's a weight-bearing joint, uh, then that might be your issue right there. That's all I got, guys. I'm going to continue to go nuts in here. Uh, today's day nine. Imagine me at day 14, um, and pray for me, please. That's all I got. Mahalo. Elam Sports Oahu has been serving the active communities and families of Oahu for over 21 years through our physical therapy, sports medicine, and massage services. If you are somebody on Oahu and looking for the most innovative and caring practitioners on the island, please look us up at elamsportsoahu.com.